0: The cords from all across the floor, and Mike Conley's leading the way. Utah by 20. Mike Conley, it's free for a three on the right side and hits it. Clippers had gone to a zone defense, and it kind
1: of had flustered the Jazz, and they came out with just a high pick for Conley in the fifth,
0: fourth three of the night.
2: The Utah Jazz beat the Clippers. Mike Conley has a good game shooting the ball. All is well in the universe, PK. Everybody take a deep breath and relax. Jazz win again. Well, they've been winning. Yes, but now they won with Mike Conley, scoring points. Lots of them. Didn't need that. This is a watered-down Clipper team. No Kawhi Leonard. No Paul George.
1: No win for the Clips. I mean, I, I heard questions to Quinn and others about the second team doing so well. Well, that's because they they're were, playing the third team. Yeah. <laughs> because the second team's the starters. Right. So you should expect, at home, you should expect that. I mean, that's disappointing. Load management. Now, first of all, load management sounds like some movie that term. you shouldn't be watching. <laughs> and secondly, we, we need another term. Load management. Doc Rivers said we used to call it rest. Yeah, we need a better term. If you, you have a better phrase than load management, let me know. And well, rest? I, I'm looking at the statues right now. I mean, they're, they're statues and they're playing. Hey. What in the name of the statues in Mark Eaton and Thurl Bailey is going on? Load management in the fifth game? Eh, As disappointed.
2: Well, if you're going to sit him down for about a quarter of the season, and that's what Toronto did last year, so it seems like that's what the Clippers will do this year. Got to start sitting him down now. It's back-to-back. Kept him off of the plane flight. Let him play tonight against the Spurs. How do you know he didn't go to Cabo? Maybe he did. That'd be a warmer
1: plane flight. It's down that same way, you know, just straight shots. You're there. But Conley, come on. He's going to be fine. We've been saying this all along. Yes,
2: and there will be more games like this because he's still shooting
1: 32%. I don't don't care about that. So he'll have more big games. Well, I already knew that. I knew that uh, the second they traded for him. I, I like his enthusiasm, man. I like his smile. And one of the reasons why I used to love to cover women's sports, particularly, like, women's college basketball versus men's college basketball, it seemed like the women were having fun. They'd smile. They'd laugh. It's a game. They're playing it. And Instead of the scowl when yeah. you do something. and men don't don't really have that. But you see Conley out there smiling. Guy's getting paid $30 million to play basketball. He should be smiling. Instead of me, Barry Bonds was always upset at something, you know, and Kevin Durant and these guys always seemed to be angry. I love the fact that Conley's out there smiling, having a good time, acknowledging it. It just makes it more fun as a
2: fan to watch the guy thinking, and he's having a time of his life out there. True story. I enjoy that. Well, you get to enjoy it again Friday when the Jazz play the Kings. I've got, I'm have got. i going to enjoy it all the way to June. I don't know about you. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag NBA. Steph Curry. A lot of contact.
2: Uh oh. He's holding that left oh. wrist. Oh. We already saw Steph tweak his ankle. And he is not moving
0: that left wrist right now. That is the absolute last thing in the world. think you. Right now, he's up.
2: We're just trying to find our footing, and uh, obviously, this puts us in a in a tough spot. So we'll uh, we'll assess it and we'll go from there. That's Steph Curry breaking a bone in his hand and Steve Kerr's reaction. Third quarter, the Suns. The Suns beat the Warriors in the first quarter. 43 to 14. Thumped him. And then Steph Curry breaks his hand, drive into the hoop. Thought Aaron Baines flopped right on top of him. Oh, jeez, come on. Oh, come on. Curry ran if him it, over. If it was a jazz guy, would you say that? Yeah, absolutely. You would not. Sure. <laughs> you would not. Plopped on top of him. and you could see there was one angle where you could really see the wrist going the wrong way. It's no wonder he broke something. It's a play that happened. I mean, he got They're gonna hair. give him an MRA and CT scan, see if he needs surgery. Broken bones, four to six weeks, maybe eight. Let's see what they have to say about that. Well, what's but, the difference? I mean, uh, were- Jazz play him twice in the next month, so I and, then, and I'm grateful we have games. you for the schedule. Yep. That's
1: like the one thing you do when you just beat the schedule into the ground. Thank you. Is how- how many games these guys play against these guys who might be hurt? I mean, follow his Twitter just for that. Please do. Yeah, yeah. David okay. DJ. I guess James. it matters. Don't follow me if you want that crap because I ain't giving it to you. But uh, the Warriors aren't going to win with or without Curry.
2: Yeah, this just encourages them to shut a, shut the whole thing down and say the the year is lost. We'll take a great draft pick and see if we can rebuild on the fly here. Or some of their guys get older, maybe then get a good young player with a really good pick. Because it doesn't look like they're going anywhere now. I saw a thing on Twitter now that if you count it up between the playoffs and regular season, that's six consecutive games they've lost three big stars to injuries. What was the last game? With uh, Clay Thompson and uh, in the playoffs, at the end of the playoffs, they lost Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant with the Achilles in the knee. And now, when Kurt. You said three consecutive games, six, I don't understand. Six, three stars in six games. Oh, I got you. Okay, I was a PK. I was like, huh? The last two last year and the first four this year. Well, they lost Durant with or without any injury. That, too. You're right. All right, the highest scoring game you've ever seen. It would have to be something with Denver,
1: I would think, with Westhead.
2: Back in the day?
1: Yeah. I don't know what the opponent was, but my guess is it was – way high obviously you're talking about
2: the Um, Rockets beating the Wizards 159 to 158 first time I saw that score I thought well it had to be like triple overtime right nope regulation Harden got 59 and Bradley Beal got 46 the smallest quarter either team had the Rockets limited the Wizards to 34 points in the first quarter There were 40, and uh, Houston had 48 in the fourth to win the game. Lighten it up, unlike uh, anything I've ever seen. You don't remember the Nuggets with Paul Westhead? I don't remember 159, 158. I remember the losing team having a big number like that, too. Okay. Maybe it happened, but if it did, I didn't see it. Are the Milwaukee Bucks the best in the East? Are the Celtics really a tier below them? Celtics, at least for one night, got a win over the Bucs. We'll see how this plays out in the long run. But the Celtics win 116-105. And Gordon Hayward, 21 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. He had a nice game for him. That was the ESPN game right before the Jazz came on, so you may have seen a little bit of the end of that. Is it just the Bucs and the Sixers in the East? And speaking of the Sixers, how'd you like that fight, PK? That was more of a real fight with real anger than we they go back often inside. Get. Uh, they both did. They both got sent back up the tunnel, and they got kicked out. Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns. Sixers beat Minnesota 117-95. There was a fast break, and they were at the other end of the floor, so you, you could kind of see how it started in, in the background, but you couldn't really see what got them going. Oh, well, You to watch it on Twitter 5,000 times I over. did. I did, <laughs> but they're a little out of frame.
1: I was surprised it escalated like that, but Joel's a crazy guy. He's looking to do some stupid stuff. Not stupid stuff, but silly stuff. And he's up there shadow boxing and high fiving his teammates and the fans. And he brings a lot of flair. Good old Joel. And then they went on back and forth on
2: Instagram. If you're all interested in that, you can read it. Saw some of the uh, interviews with the Embiid after the game. It didn't really make any sense as to what started that and what got that going. But That's what
1: I'm saying. It, it escalated out of something that doesn't seem to be that big of a deal. That's my point, is that, that type of stuff happens a million times over in fact it happened later in the Bucks uh, Celtics game with onto and Marcus smart yep and I thought oh my here we go again the refs are gonna take 20 minutes to go to see caucus and there's gonna be suspensions and thing and would you just call a foul and play on these, these types of things happen now the Joel and and cat got a little bit out of hand there but eh.
0: DJ and PK Hashtag college football.
2: What you can't have is a couple athletes on campus driving around in Ferraris while everybody else is, you know, basically uh, having a hard time making ends meet. And you can't have a setting where some schools that are in major markets or have big sport followings, some schools are like the honeypot, and everybody, all the great athletes, all want to go to those handful of schools. Then you you kill collegiate sports. So there needs to be some adjustment to the whole name, image, and likeness approach to make sure that we don't create those problems. Elsewhere in the quote, I thought of you because he said it wouldn't be fair. Tell them how life isn't fair, PK, and yeah, Mitt has more money than you and I put together. R-
1: rich people, th- th- it's about fairness. I mean, when you're a politician, you you're, you you speak for everyone. I mean, all you're doing is trying to get another vote so you can stay in office. And whatever you think is politically correct, that's what you're going to say. So I mean, we already have that. Well, I, I was going to college when Byron Scott was going, and he was driving a baby blue Cadillac, and he was <laughs> from Inglewood. And you were walking? I didn't mean, have a car yeah. I had a bike What what is fair once you introduce fair it's like the referees you can't just pick and choose which calls you want to complain about or not complain about what is fairness a, a woman who's pregnant and using meth and the child is born with a meth addiction and then has to battle that the rest of their lives and we're talking about fairness and, and whether somebody uh, who gets a scholarship and it's sports what are we, what are we talking about here here, here, what you do. Cap it
2: at $10,000. Nobody can get more than $10,000. Yeah, I think that you'll have people going around the role just like you had them going around the last roll. I think what it's going to be is capitalism, and people with bigger names are going to make more money, and people who play lesser sports or less interesting positions, they're going to make less money. And maybe at Alabama, everybody will make something. Maybe Alabama or Florida or Texas will make sure everybody gets something, but... Football players are going to make more than people in other sports. Or are Bernie Sanders there? Everybody gets the same? It did sound a little Bernie ish there, right? Feel the burn. Come on. It's going to be capitalism, Mitt. You're familiar with it. You've been good at it. And And there's going to be quarterbacks who are good at it, too. And the offensive linemen, they're
1: not going to be as good. And Oregon gets all this money from uh, Phil Knight, but we haven't said a thing about it. And Washington Washington State State doesn't Colorado get get any of that? No, I mean, so.
2: Fairness. Please stop.
0: DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Clock all up in the first half. like
2: there was a lack of There was something
0: going on. a penalty, so we were in
1: negative yardage. There uh, was a lot of time between snaps. Well, when the penalty happened, then we're behind the chains. No, 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 stop saying but. I just told you the clock was running and we had a penalty. Do you want to give them the ball back? No, you don't play. You don't know it. That's just plain and simple. Was I happy with the drive? No, we didn't score points. It's the dumbest question you could ask. What? Tony You bleeped out the Jesus Tony.
2: We have a sensitive community around these parts. <laughs> That's Baker Mayfield, Cleveland Brown's quarterback, and it's you could probably guess by that tone PK, how the, how the season's going and what the record looks like.
1: See, I had no problem with him doing that, but just stand there and take a few more questions. Browns are two and
2: five. Everyone's getting frustrated. He didn't There's like high the, hopes. And
1: fine. I don't. I have zero problem with him with what he did, except why Leaving. Why walk away? You're going to ask a few more questions, and then it's over. And it's like, eh, well, you, so you didn't like the question. You called the guy by name. You took the Lord's name there, and it happens. This is – he's a kid, and they're losing, and they have way overinflated expectations for what
2: reason, I don't know. Because Baker Mayfield – you want know, he to Heisman. Beckham. and Beckham makes one-handed catches, and everything's going to be good now. So it's a these these are all processes here,
1: and so stand there, take the questions. You didn't, I have no problem saying that was him saying that was a dumb question.
2: What do you think of your Cardinals' chances of getting back to five hundred? Somebody's got to beat the Niners at some point, right? Thursday night football. Well, since
1: they got Goldschmidt.
2: Niners and they, Cardinals. They,
1: they, they finished strong. different
2: Different Cardinals. Oh. It's the Arizona Cardinals you listen to on Sports Talk Radio in Phoenix no, when I you're don't. at the gym. That's my whole point. You, you don't, don't. know. You check out. You can't even handle yeah. two minutes of it. <laughs> I'll I'll take Suns because it's NBA-related, and I could use it here. And you can use Arizona State because it's Pac-12-related, and you want to, and, and you can use it I here. Enjoy. Right. And But the Cardinals,
1: you draw the line. I just – yeah, when they made the playoffs a couple years back – They did a big uh, long-term pregame show, and I texted Ryan Hatch, the boss down there, and I said, thank goodness you have this extended pregame show instead of obsessing who's the backup at left guard behind Mike Upati, because that's all they do, morning, noon, and night. And he texted me back some emojis and smiles. So I would think, I haven't seen the Cardinals play once this year, but I would think that the Niners... what are they, 7-0, 8-0? 7
2: They're 7-0 going for 8-0, and the
1: yeah. Cardinals
2: are 3-4-1.
1: Although I'm going to watch it because I, because of the fact that I haven't. They're not on TV. I want to see Murray. So I am going to watch it
2: because this will be the
1: first time
2: that I've seen Murray outside of highlights. Going against a, a really a quality defense. Uh, the Niners are giving up 11 points a game. That is a fabulous number. That defense has been excellent. So if Murray has a good game against these guys, then he has arrived, and Cardinal fans should be really excited because that's the lowest point total in the NFC. Only the Patriots have given up fewer points, and it's no surprise that those are the two undefeated teams left in the NFL. They are far and away the two defenses leading the league in scoring defense.
1: He was as exciting as any college player I'd ever seen last year for Oklahoma. So absolutely, I'm going to watch this game to see what this kid is about. I mean, because they're never on TV. Because we're a Broncos market, because the Broncos get great ratings here, apparently, so we have to show the Broncos all the time.
2: Well, Arizona's on Fox, so we don't get to show them. I know. I just wanted to have you defend it. (laughs) That's why I said. (laughs) Try not to say something that makes no sense. Wait for it. Wait (laughs) for
1: it. Well, well, good night. I'm done with my radio career. (laughs) I'm over. It has been a great run. Thanks for listening, people. I'll see you down. If you ever see me, say hello. On the, if, on the boardwalk. If that's, if that's the criteria, try not to say something that doesn't make any no. sense. I'm
2: done. EJ and PK.
0: <laughs> Hashtag Major League Baseball. Hudson sets. The kick in, here it comes. Swing
2: and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning curve! Is on the Washington Nationals are the world champions. The Nationals spot the Astros a couple runs and then they do what they do. PK, an elimination game, they come from behind late again. They threw the graphic up there during the game. Five rallies, a couple of them in the eighth inning of elimination games, and they score six times in the last three innings. All the guys who've been clutch at different points were clutch in this one. Of course, Howie Kendrick had a big swing. Yeah, hitting the foul pole. Of course, pole. Soto had a big swing. It's a foul pole. It's a, it should be renamed a fair pole. It doesn't make any
1: sense. If it hits it, it's fair. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's why baseball is so awesome. You get 27. I get 27. And it's all these people have to contribute. It's not about one or two players who are stars and they get the calls and they get all the attention and everything. It's guys that... Maybe don't matter as much. What can they do? Howie Kendrick. I mean, if I'm going to list the stars of the Nationals, he's going to be fourth or fifth. Yet he's coming up huge. And that Astros thinking that they're celebrating. Not so much, man. You got to get 27. You're not, you not. They can't kick the ball around and stall time. No, none of that stuff. It is about you get 27, I get 27. And I'm celebrating, man. I got my Diamondbacks hat on because every pitcher that the Nationals used was a Diamondback guy at one time. Awesome. All three of them. In fact, for good measure, Will Harris, who took the loss, he played for the Diamondbacks. (laughs) So, this is, and of course, people in D.C. in the winter, where does Will go? He goes out to Scottsdale. Yep. So, Diamondbacks got one and one-third World Series titles. (laughs) (laughs) The Yankees have 27, (laughs) the Cardinals have like
2: 11, and
1: Diamondbacks have one point three. Yeah, I'm taking it, man. I thought about wearing my Nationals hat, but no, I'm wearing my uh, my D-backs hat this morning. That was just a great, great series. It had all sorts of drama, great plays, and I saw on, and it never once had a home team, a home fan celebrating crazy. a win. That's that's, weird. that's an
2: oddity. Yeah, uh,
1: and I saw on Twitter somebody said that uh, AJ Hinch is saving Garrett Cole for game eight. Clever. <laughs> Showed him out there warming up uh, But never got in a game And Bryce Harper this time Well, I guess he signed in February But, uh, you know, it was understood at this time last year He wasn't coming back And they like, go, oh man, they're going to be left for dead And they're 12 games under 500 in May After you played two months And then they
2: rally like that I love stories like that That's great stuff They're a 93-win wildcard team and they knocked off the 107 win Astros. Before that, they had beaten the 106 win Dodgers. Or four teams, 100 games this year. But it's the 93 win Nationals who are the champs. Yeah, they took down two of the big dogs. They did, absolutely, man. Guys came up huge. Rendon
1: gets the home run to give him some life, and then next thing you know, they get a guy on, and Kendrick pops one in the opposite field, no less, off to Fairpole. That that had everything. You would want. And if you don't like the sport, so be it. I don't care.
2: MVP yeah. to Strasburg, you good with that?
1: There are a lot of heroes over the course of the series. Well, if you go postseason, yeah, he was dominant. And in the, in the World Series, it's just based on that, though, isn't it? Yep. So they could have given it to Rundone and uh, Kendrick, and any number of guys. But that was a sweet uh, ride they had out there.
2: I'm surprised it looked like his parents was were behind him and he didn't introduce them. Strasburg and Kawhi Leonard, two Aztecs, winning MVPs and championship series. There you go, guys. If you went there, it would mean something to you.
1: If I what? If you went there, it would mean something to you. It means but a little you, bit. No, but you, it's you, a little you bit. bit not like did you did not grow up to... with your grandfather and his grandfather going to San Diego State baseball games, so you no, can't I, claim it. I did not go to San Diego State, and you didn't State go to games. Aztec basketball games. I actually, rarely.
2: I actually saw Strasburg pitch here and he pitched against the Utes up in Ogden. We all did. Oh, you went up to it too. A lot of people went up to it. High school kids streaming in from practice. I remember seeing them rolling in. in their Jan uniforms. Jorgensen went. Jan. <laughs> what up, Jan? <laughs> what is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. It's Shamrock Plumbing. Craig Bollerjack's coming up to talk about the Jazz win at 8.30. Joe Ingles is going to be here at the end of the show at 9.45. If you miss it, if you're going to be working, stuck in some meeting that you can't escape, it will be up at 1280thezone.com, and you can hear it wherever you hear podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever. It'll be out there for you, Joe Ingles. DJ and PK. The question now, and we got a little time before Bowler gets here to get to this. The Jazz roll the Clippers. No Kawhi Leonard because of the load management in October. What in the name of the statues is going on? Your reaction to Kawhi Leonard's absence on the way on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: Yes! And now, Attention. top of the wire One. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
2: Jazz improved to 4 and 1, they down the Clippers 110 to 96. Mike Conley with 29 points. Jazz are off today. They're at Sacramento tomorrow. The Kings are winless, 0 and 5. They got beat by the Hornets last night 118 to 111. TNT double-header tonight. Miami and Atlanta, the early game at 5. Denver and New Orleans at 7.30. College football tonight on ESPN. Undefeated 12th-ranked Baylor taking on West Virginia. That game kicks off at 6 o'clock on ESPN. And over on Big Fox, it's the undefeated 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals at 6.20. Of course, you can listen to that game right here on the Zone Sports Network. All the Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night football games on the Zone Sports Network. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Ken Garf Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. The savings are on at Ken Garf West Valley Jeep. Stop by during Jeep Adventure Days and take advantage of special offers on select new models. Whatever you're looking for, they've got it at West Valley Jeep.
0: This is Tony Parts and Austin Horton. Last night, that's why you got Boyan Bogdanovich. He made the critical plays at key moments. You wanted something different in terms of a strength that you have as a team. He brought that strength, and I thought it made the difference between winning and losing.
1: Justin Zanuck and Dennis Lindsay deserve as much credit for that win as anybody, and I know it's game four, but
0: this particular wrinkle in the game was his bigger reason why they're 3-1. Chris Paul, who I don't agree with or stand for anything he usually believes in or stands for, yeah. and he said last week, Bogdanovich is going to end up being the most underrated signing of the entire NBA. And so far, he may be right. He might be the most underrated signing so far. And it's been four games, but he's won two of them for the Utah Jazz, in my opinion. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
2: DJ and PK brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. Ooh, man. This is nasty. What is nasty? Halloween music. Scaring you? Oh anytime you hear this music yeah you're expecting somebody in a mass to slaughter somebody. The slasher's coming around the corner. To be slumping up the drive and come get you. Don't look under the stairs. Is this Michael? Yep Friday the 13th. Uh, oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. What are you gonna be Snigs?
2: Gonna be a sportscaster. What should Sniggy be? We'll
1: get you a beast ticket. Best suggestion.
2: Ah, beast ticket on the berm. What should Sniggy be? Spring of 2023, all by yourself in the mud. <laughs> Look forward to it. It's a big ticket. <laughs> what should he be for Halloween? A pirate. Pirates always good. An island girl and a pirate. That was Bronco to you years ago. Bronco.
1: Favorite musician, Jack Johnson. (coughs) Last time I was on the big show, which was last Thursday, and they have to pick the band today. Ironically enough, I picked Jack Johnson. Crazy. (laughs) Bronco took up surfing a few years back, and Jack Johnson is uh, sort of known for that and writes about that type of stuff. He's not a hard rocker.
2: Jake was talking about him. Jack Johnson? The g- He wouldn't reference him by name. He says, the guy who ripped off beach music from my favorite musician. <laughs> He's a little bit of a parrot head. Okay, well, who authored beach music? The Beach Boys. Are they the original?
1: Was it Brian Wilson? Did he start beach music? I don't know this. I don't really know, but
2: I don't know of anyone popular Obviously, they made them.
1: a ton of hits off of that, and became an American legend right out of good old Hawthorne. El Camino Junior College. Frank Dolce and my old stopping grounds. And they did the beach music. Buffett did it. Chesney does it. Zach Brown does it. Jack Johnson does it.
2: There's money to be made. He may not not have been talking about Jack Johnson. I thought he was, but... There's money to be made. (laughs) That's what he was pointing out. Well... That guy over there is living in Miami. You know, and and, and I know I'm, I'm
1: old. Get off my lawn, dude. But you listen to some of this where they use the N word that if you just ended in A and it just seems so, oh, so depressing. And then you listen to Jimmy Buffett and Chesney and they're talking about no shoes, no shirt, uh, islands and beach and just puts you in a good mood. And you listen to this other stuff. And these white kids who living in the cove jam into this stuff. Yeah, man, I've been there. I know <laughs> them streets. <laughs> Whoever could you be
0: referring to?
1: Uh, nobody in particular. I know what you're getting at, but I wasn't uh, when I originally said it. But uh, yeah, and that's what they're going up with. Yeah, man. They just and I heard one one mother was taking her daughters out and they were going to go boating, and, and there was a bunch of F bombs, and then the N word, as long as it ends in A, is acceptable. And they said, Oh, mom, now just overlook it. And I'm thinking, Yeah, I can't wait until, until you, a parent. To, and it and, happens to
2: everybody. Because <laughs> mom is listening to the song. And, this is not Sinatra. That's yeah. perfectly good music. What and, are you listening to the Rolling Stones? And for? your 14 year old daughter,
1: Hey, don't worry about when they're talking about doing this and that. It's okay. Mom. Because it's
2: just a Cycle and of course they're not in it now. And uh, every generation's got to go through it. Yeah, that's just close. Um, we don't really have sympathy for the devil. It's just a song. Yeah, it's funny. Got the question up on Facebook this morning: The Jazz roll the Clippers. Who were we without Kawhi Leonard? It was load management in October. What in the name of the statues is going on? Generated a few comments, PK. There are people who bought tickets to see him, and oh well. Scott says, like the load of crap. Load of crap management? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then he goes on to complain about Exxon being permanently injured. Which isn't load management, that's just him being permanently injured. They need a better phrase than load management.
1: I don't like load management. Wimped out. Having the box score, wimped out. (laughs) Wimped out. Soft DMP rest? No, I don't like. No, it's got it's got to be harsher than that. I mean, because a few go back a few years back, and these guys were playing all the games, and it didn't seem to matter. I mean, the statues played. This Stockton played until he's in his forties. Malone, when he retired, had at least two good years left. Easily could have played.
2: He may not have had
1: prime MVP years. No,
2: but your point is there would have been been plenty of people who rolled out the contract and handed him the pen and would have signed him right up. Yeah, if he wanted to, he could have been the number one scorer in the league.
1: I believe he could have caught Abdul if that's what... And I don't care whether he did or he didn't. But my point is, he played all those games, and it's not like it shortened his career. Not at all. I just think it's a bad look. In October, a nationally televised game? Yep. Doesn't make any sense to me.
2: Aaron says four games in and you don't want to get a boo-boo. I call that <laughs> wussy management. Tell wussy your management? boss. Yeah, he spelled it W-O-O-S-I-E. Okay. I've never seen it spelled. I don't know if that's right or wrong. It's as good as anything. I knew what he meant. Tell your boss you need a day off due to load management. See what happens in the real world. He's not in the real world. He's in the NBA world.
1: Yeah, and they have their own standards, and they can get by doing what they do. And, you know, it, it worked for the, the Raptors last year. They won the title with him missing, what, 20 or 22 games, something like that. He played in the, what did he play, 60 games, I think. So yeah, I think you're right. Yeah.
2: Play three quarters of the schedule, eliminate a bunch of back-to-backs, be fresh for the postseason. And
1: he was. They were NBA champions, no doubt about it, and he was awesome. So I understand why they do it, just as a consumer of the product.
2: Is that going to matter in the long run? Is what? Are we so addicted to sports? Well, I mean, the game is on ESPN, and you turn it. The NBA's been marketing itself this way for decades, four decades now. That it's about the stars. You don't. Do you really turn it on to see the Clippers and the Jazz, or do you turn it on to see Kawhi Leonard and Donovan Mitchell? Do you turn it on to see Rudy Gobert and Paul George.
1: Well, I'm in a different spot. I turn it on to watch the Jazz because it's an employment
2: consideration. It's a requirement for me to watch the Jazz. I assume with all the promotions that all the networks and all the teams have run for so long. That they've got research that says there's a percent. I mean, there's a percentage that does both. There, there are some people who watch for the brand name, uh, but the other teams. But there is a percentage that watch for oh for the sure. Stars. I, I'm right there, absolutely. If 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 Harden
1: isn't playing or Westbrook now, I'm not going to be interested for the Rockets. And you can pick out a team now. The Warriors are going to be completely and totally off my list of teams to watch. There's I was gonna watch going to watch them right. to see. You know, what can they do without those guys? Well, now, if you don't have Curry, what's the point? I know you're going to get drilled, and now Kerr doesn't get to pop off on politics because nobody cares. In like, fact, he ought to pop off even more. Not that he has any solutions. He certainly has a lot of criticisms. But the Warriors were about the stars. So, yeah, I'm in that category. I'm saying for the Jazz, I have to watch irregardless of who's playing. Because it's work, it must, it's a must, it's an absolute requirement. So for them, it's different for me. But for everybody else, if I'm watching the Atlanta Hawks, there's only one reason why I'm watching Atlanta Hawks, and that's Trey Young. That is exclusively <laughs> it. Because he's an so, exciting young player, he's a right. smaller dude, he and he got he sprained his ankle a couple of games ago. But before that, in fact, I watched earlier in the first week of the season, specifically, he's on. I can watch him. But if he's not playing, click. And does it hurt the league? I think it uh, it's a minor dent.
2: It's a national TV game, and it's the Clippers, and there's no Leonard. I mean, Paul George can't really control that. He's hurt, so. He's recovering from an injury, sure. That's the way yeah. it goes.
1: He'll be out there when he can be out there.
2: But eliminate the plane flight and take care of your home fans, not the road fans. So it's pretty easy to see why they picked to rest him in this one. It's obvious. Yeah. And ESPN, it, well, I think bad. if last
1: night's game would have been in San Antonio and tonight's game would have been in
2: L.A. LA. He would have played against the Jazz in L.A. Mm-hmm. And he would have skipped the flight, right. a one-off to San Antonio.
1: Right. You get why they did it. People want to make something of the former team. I don't really
2: think that's it at all. That's two teams ago now, right? Now it's the home games. Take care of the home fans and the home sponsors, and rest them on the road. It's disappointing.
1: And the funny thing, though, I haven't heard anything. I mean, last year the Jazz schedule oh, was so brutal. I haven't heard anybody say, "Man, the Jazz have just had a cakewalk of a schedule." But they've had a cakewalk <laughs> of a schedule. We don't hear that. We just hear how difficult. Hey, they're one. four and one. And you know who's now, to Maybe say they Phoenix have won ends the game?
2: up maybe Phoenix ends up being somebody. Oh, we're back. <laughs> yeah, baby. <maybe. laughs> hey, Ryan Hatch will decide if you're back, okay? No, we're back. Oh no, 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 no. We're back. The KTAR decide you're back. You're not back. Yeah, they don't have any
1: problem talking about the Suns if it's worthy. The Cardinals are the default position. They don't have to be worthy. The other teams will get, well the other two other three pro teams cuz they do have hockey. They'll get mentions if they're worthy. Uh, but you know the, the Cardinals just because they are, and then and I'm sure their research shows that that's what they should do. And they're trying. Everyone's trying
2: to make money. I get it. Well, go. the Suns have a winning record now. And it's only five oh, game expired ball. Yeah, but it's it's three and two, and that's got to be exciting when you're coming off a 19 win season. Like sweet. oh yeah, you, you have sun, your sundown. losses
1: were by your two losses were a total of three points. Denver was a two-pointer because the
2: Jazz were a one-pointer.
1: And they were against two high, high high-quality teams. And the thing about the Jazz is they'll get—what are we, five games into it now? They'll get plenty of tests. And then they'll make the playoffs, and then they'll get the ultimate test. If I'm a Jazz fan right now, I'm more fired up today than I was at the start of the
2: season. Because? Because I'm loving what I'm seeing. Are you seeing anything you didn't expect to see, though?
1: Bogdanovich is a, bit, a little bit better than I thought. Okay. Jeff Green uh, shooting three is a little bit better than I thought. It's And Moutier is better than I thought. Okay, I'll give you that one, definitely. So I got three things that I wasn't sure exactly what to expect. And I can say, Mitchell, I don't know that he's better than I thought. He's better. I, he's
2: as good as you hoped he would be. Yes, I think that's more accurate. Yeah, I hope this is what he comes out and looks like year three, and that's what he's coming. He's out carrying like. himself as an NBA superstar, not as a young guy who's got a ton of promise. There's no wide eyedness. There's no innocence
1: about him. It, it, it's it's no longer a wow. This is a new fun story. No, it's
2: more. This is what I do.
1: Th- this is who he is. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. He is what he is. And it's exciting to see because he's 23 years old and he should give you how many more years they got him under their control, five at least. And then they got to worry about that. But that's still five years away, right? And for the next five years and six, including this year, he should give you greatness. And that's fun. If I'm a jazz fan today and you can respond, and to an extent we all are jazz fans for sure, I'm more excited today than I was two weeks ago.
2: I have the caveat, as Riley likes to say, C-I-V-I-T, C-A-V-I-T. Okay. We'll get to the caveat next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280
0: The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Buying
2: or selling a home? Homie will give you up to $5,000 back to help you with closing costs and fees. Remember, it's simple to get started with Homie. See more at homie.com. All right. You are feeling better about the Jazz after five games than you thought you would. Oh, I yeah.
1: There are three guys. But I'm an optimist by nature. <laughs> Good one. Let's
2: You're naughty by nature. That. I'm an
1: optimist by nature. I think everybody knows that.
2: Moutier. Better than what you thought. I'm in a great Moutier today. Bogdanovich. A little better than you thought. Triple bogey. Triple bogey. What would you rather hear? <clears throat>
1: Bogey for three or favors for three? Now, every time we talk about favors, we
2: have to have the caveat. He's a good guy. Yeah, I know. We have to. <laughs> what a Which,
1: great you know guy.
0: What?
2: He is. We? But we don't assess anybody else on whether they're a good guy or not. Why
1: do we have to do that with him? I don't uh, know. <laughs> yeah. But he's just an excellent, such such a polite young man. And, uh, I don't know. We
2: don't assess anyone other than Barry Bonds for being. <laughs> you brought Bonds up, right? Bonds is always assessed for being a jerk. He uh, tips the TV away from the teammates and the line locker room why is and it maybe a little favors? bit a little bit with Bryce Harper too we do assess him on his mood and his behavior Oh yeah he's gone the Nationals have a better locker room and now they've won it all and in favors who else he's such a
1: pleasant young he's man he's a good dude <laughs>
2: great and he couldn't shoot the three to save his life that's not who he was. And asking him to shoot the three is stupid to begin with. Stockton won't sign autographs in the parking lot at Westminster. He's blowing off uh, moms and their kids. But okay. he's playing 82, baby. Great for guy. three to the NBA Finals. Which so, is usually how we assess stuff. Triple bogey.
1: I'd much rather much rather hear the triple bogey. So absolutely, man. He's I love his passion that he's showing and his just his competitive hey. will. I never really followed the guy. Maybe it'll turn out he's a really good dude too. I don't uh-huh. care. <laughs> I personally don't care. I know others do and that's others fine. And that's great for them. That I am sure he is because 95% of them are. It's just a handful that are knuckleheads, but most of the guys are great people. And they they want to treat people the way they deserve to the way they, they want to be treated. I think most of the guys think that. So, but I'm way more interested. I don't I don't want knuckleheads. I don't want c- absolute you know what holes running around. And nobody does. But I also think that that's, that's the minority. The majority of the guys are, are fine people. And so he's an excellent player. And I'm excited about him. And I, I had no idea what to expect from Moutier. You know, we followed him in high school, and the SMU, and then the overseas, or blah blah blah. That's
2: the one I would think is the of of all the guys you said. Well, there's upside there a little bit. You just green for three was the other one you listed in the last segment. I would say Moutier of the three is the one that I've been most pleasantly surprised by Because okay. I really didn't know what to expect there. That's what I'm saying, yeah. If Exum was healthy, I know, pause for giggles in life, But I, I didn't even know, you know, if Moutier would be more in the netto role with a smaller role, and now it's hurt, and, and uh, Exum's hurt, and they need him to play bigger minutes. And I just, Exum, don't even bring up his name. Okay. <laughs> he's not, he's barely on the team. But the caveat to you being excited about the team is, Let's see them play the best teams in the NBA. Let's, Let's see, see them go out on the road. Okay,
1: sure. That's a, the great thing the, about
2: it. We'll see it. And the five game sample, we've been talking about how you got to get in 25, 30 games and let teams get a second look at you going around the league. Okay. And really, you know, players, yeah, they're given a scouting report, but, you know, if they get lit up by you, then they're more likely to really focus on the scouting report and see if they can lock you down. Well, you can't lock maybe. everybody down. There's that. And, and maybe the opposing coach will come up with something, and maybe Quinn will just have the answers. Because lots of coaches have good ideas, mm-hmm. so then the coach with the most talent tends to win.
1: And that's where I think the players will have the answers. Because
2: right.
1: they'll have the ability. And what you're asking right now, Moutier to do, he's flourishing in that role. And, and maybe we have a situation, the king of I'll take you and put you in a role that you can su- succeed to the best of your ability is Jerry Sloan, right? Yep. And maybe that's what we're seeing. Quint Snyder coaxed 51-50 wins out of guys who couldn't shoot, essentially, and now he's got way more talent, so m- now we have an opportunity to see... Quinn Snyder do what we saw for two decades out of Jerry Sloan. Take whatever talent you got, I put you into my system, you do what I tell you, and then you'll be a very productive player. And I can list ten guys off the top of my head that he did that with. And so that's maybe what we're going to see here. Hopefully we're going to see that with a kid like Moutier is you do this and this is where you fit in. And you fit in. We've got all these other good players around you and some great players and you'll have the time of your life and you'll get better you'll play on a winning team you'll contribute that's what I see happening with a kid like Moutier he's done nothing for me to think wow that's not really going to continue that's a little bit of a fluke it's not like he's crossing over people and hitting fadeaway threes or something he's doing what he does he puts me in a great Moutier
2: And with all this offensive talent, the thing I'm most intrigued to see is they play better teams that have more firepower and more scores and more elite scores. Are the Jazz still gonna defend like this?
0: Heck yes. Because
2: we were sitting around We were so skeptical. We were sitting around What is wrong with well, you? Well, you said top five, and I said top three. And then all of a sudden, they couldn't stop anybody in the preseason. Or the getting preseason. Calls. I heard I Rick. Know. Uh, Rick would call in. Are you even going to be top
1: 10? You're going to be 15. Go find this. Tony asked Rudy Gobert after the after the ball game last night about the defense and that flipped the switch. Tony's line of questioning was going. And Rudy said it right off the bat. And I, Rudy is a guy who speaks his mind, and he's direct. There's no fluff. He's not just blah, blah, blah. He speaks, he gets the question, he gives you the answer, and he said, well, yeah, we didn't have the, it wasn't about flipping the switch, it was about flipping the switch of urgency. We didn't have urgency, now we have urgency. And he used that word two or three times, he said it, he said the urgency word, and right off the bat, he said, that's the difference. Well, of course it is. Rudy Gobert has been in the league several years. Everybody on their team, are they playing any rookies? Am I missing anybody?
2: No, I don't think so. Right.
1: They're all playing. They've all played. So you're asking them to have some sense of urgency and a bunch of crap? No, they didn't have it. Now they have it. Now it counts. Now it matters before it didn't. You can say whatever you want. And all that was just a bunch of BS talk. Now it's there. Now they're playing for real. It matters. It counts. The
2: urgency is there. So we're seeing it. I would say the only guy that's starting that's young is Donovan. Ru- Rudy's in his prime now. Rudy's not a young guy anymore. Not aren't at all. The, aren't the other guys 27? all 30? Aren't the other guys all 30? Well, yeah. This, yeah. So,
1: I mean, this is this is a well, better team. Not all of them, but... The starters you're talking about. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Moody isn't. <laughs> so they're they're out there playing, and now it counts. Now it matters. And so that's that's the difference. I'm glad they sucked in the preseason. Because it didn't matter. And it gave them some level of, wow, okay, now we have to improve. What do I want a veteran team out there they're balling killing themselves for in the preseason?
2: No, no. Talk about your load management, right? Yeah, that's ridiculous. They knew full well. You can't fool guys. They know what, what it's all about. But did they end up giving, giving up nothing defensively? These guys are going to be able to do it. Now, we've got to see them play the best teams. It's small sample size, and they're not playing the elite teams. I mean, the Clippers are an elite team, but they didn't have their two biggest weapons, so it doesn't count in the same way that maybe Sunday they'll get
1: Yeah, it doesn't Kawhi. count, but yet it does count. Yeah. Everything counts. Do I expect them to just limit... The Rockets, who are scoring almost 160 points to 87 points? No. But do they, Might, do they, they have enough defense on, yeah. to be able to win the ball game? Right. Yes.
2: Have I seen anything?
1: I think even though the Jazz, I'll, I'll finish this when we come back.
2: All right. Yacht yelling at us to go to break because, well, it turns out we're late to break. But PK will finish that next. DJ and PK.